Welcome back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. If you guys are new, we are Alexis and Samantha Bellbell of a doubledose.com, and we are so excited for today's episode. We're having a very special guest, Megan of the Sis Kiss. If you guys haven't heard of them, they are an amazing jewelry and uh, boutique that we found through Instagram actually a couple months ago, probably like almost a year ago. And the founder, Megan, is an attorney turned entrepreneur, which you guys know we love because we did the same thing quite a while back already. <laughs> but she is so sweet. You guys will love hearing her story. You guys will love her pieces. So definitely give her a check on Instagram and her website. But we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We have a very special guest with us today. She is Megan of the Sis Kiss, and we are so excited to have her on. We have been wearing her jewelry and pieces for so long, and we've loved, I've gotten so many compliments on my necklace. You guys ask me all the time about it, and that's where it's from. So we're so excited to share her story and how she got started. So, well, well, without further ado, here's Megan, and I guess we'll just jump right in. So obviously, I just kind of mentioned about the Sis Kiss, but if you could share kind of how you got started and your story. Yeah. Hi, girls. Thanks for having me. Um, so this is Megan here from the Sis Kiss, and uh, I'll keep the story short, but it literally, the Sis Kiss started um, because my sister and I could not find bracelets that fit our very small wrists. And that is legitimately the start and the finish of how the Sis Kiss came about. Um, I was practicing law, she was a teacher, and we wanted bracelets that were wire-wrapped. And every time we like put them on or we found them at Nordstrom or wherever, they would just like literally, if we put our hand down, they would fall to the ground. <laughs> so I looked at my sister and I'm like, I know you can do this because my sister is a very crafty perfectionist. So she, you know, found the proper materials and she like sat on her family room floor for weeks until she perfected it. And voila, became the Siskis. Um, then our friends all wanted them in their sizes and then their friends. And then it became Christmas and people were buying them for like our neighbors. Hmm. And it just kind of grew from there. That's amazing. It's so cool. I remember, that, I remember reading that now, but we have the same issue. It's so funny you say that because we have tiny, tiny wrists and everything's always too big. We were just at a jewelry store. Yes. And trying stuff on, and they're picking stuff out, and I'm like, that's never gonna fit me. Like, it's gonna fall. I'm gonna lose all these diamonds or whatever was on the bracelet. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I know crazy. it sounds like a really silly problem to have, but obviously, <laughs> I love like I've heard on a few podcasts before how people that tend to be successful or continue growing is because they did something out of a need, mm-hmm. and not because they did something. Be- because they were like, oh, I just want to like be an entrepreneur. So yeah. I, I don't think that that was in my brain when this started, but I was like, yeah, I can take that little nugget and run with it. Yeah, for sure. I think you're so right. It's always something with a need. I think that's what succeeds the most. Or, and you really get, like, obviously you're probably thinking a lot of people are like, well, there's so many jewelry places or there's so many people doing that, but there weren't a lot of people doing that niche thing. So I think that's really cool that you guys, that you did that. That's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah thank you. Yeah. So obviously, um, uh, obviously like running a business has is obviously struggles. We know we've had our own businesses and it always looks perfect on the outside. <laughs> I feel like there's so much that happens behind yes. the scenes. 
So what has been like the most difficult thing that you've had to endure? I'm sure there's a lot, but <laughs> you can pick a few things. No, you guys caught me at like the greatest time because we literally just went through probably the hardest period that the Ciscus has ever gone through. Um, and I'm sure you guys may have heard, but my birthday, I would turn 40 oh, in wow. August. And birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's not, it was, it was like, t- anyway, so I got old <laughs> and I decided to have a 40% off sale just because I was turning 40 mm-hmm. and it was just for one day. And my staff was looking at me like, you're crazy. Like, and I was like, no, it's okay. It's only gonna be for 24 hours. Like, well, how much damage could, you know, could we cause in 24 hours? Mm-hmm. Well, we basically like the, sh- the site was crazy. You know, it crashed a couple of times. It came back up a couple of times. Like, so what happened, um, we have, um, a third party application that failed that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. So 782 orders that we didn't know existed until October. So oh, that was God. like six, six to seven weeks after the sale happened. Um, so they just never like dumped into our site. And so we started getting like these angry emails, like, hmm. where's my order? Where's my necklace? And I'm like, well, wait, what's your name? You know, like we'd look up their order and there was no order. So that's when we started to realize oh my God, something happened. So we did a little digging and we found out that our third party application that takes all of our orders from Etsy and dumps them to our website, like, like would fail throughout the day, like in and out, but we didn't know. Mm. So we had a lot of hate for quite some time because our emails that used to go from like 40 a night went to 800. So I had to hire more staff just to answer the emails and then pull people off shipping just to help answer the emails because if people weren't getting a response on email right away, they were taking to social media and they were saying, you know, really awful things on our comments like this business sucks and their customer service is terrible. And girls, this was the first time since this business started that we ever had a bad review, a bad comment because we take pride in a, our customer service and B, like being pretty timely and quality. So it was a huge hit to our business. And we worked night and day to discover this 780 people that <laughs> we had no idea their order existed. We reached out to them all. We refunded a lot of people. We got a lot of their necklaces urgently made. We tried to clean up like all the negative comments by responding. But the damage, you know, I, I can't tell like a full spectrum, but. I know that, you know, people believe what they read on social media Yeah, and it was scary that that could happen in such a small amount of time to a business that had nothing but like a good reputation until then. So that was definitely, definitely our toughest behind the scenes and, you know, on-screen moment <laughs> since this since this began, but I would, you know, the really good news is I always tell my, my girls that work for me, like, we are not going to leave the shitty situation without a silver lining. So the silver lining is we got rid of the third party app, Mm -hmm. we got accepted to reward style so we could get rid of Etsy. Now everything's flowing in one spot. And, you know, we trained and hired more customer service people. So everything like, is a little bit better than it was before this all happened. So I feel like, you know, it all happens for a reason. It was really crappy when it happened and we worked really, really hard and I feel like we're better because of it. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, obviously I had no idea. I 
I mean, I, I've seen your stuff and I, I had never seen any of that stuff, but I think I remember learning in school when we were in business school about how you, not how you clear up, I don't know what the right word is, but how you kind of fix the situation that you're in. And like every company kind of goes through something like that. Unfortunately, it sucks that it was something that you were trying to offer like a discount and then this all happened. But like you said, yes. it definitely happens. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, the hard part is that you're right. Like I think being on social media, it can be such a plus, but also it can also have a downfall because you're trying to, you know, just having your, growing your business on there, but then people will run with information that's not even true. Like you guys, you didn't even know about this. Otherwise you would have taken care of it. But that, I mean, at least you guys were able and to, you know, it. oh, it's sorry. like crazy that, no, I apologize for cutting you off, but you said that like people like take social media and just do whatever. Like I was getting crazy comments. Like, I can't believe you were spending time at New York fashion week when you could have been shipping our necklaces. And it's like, <laughs> if, first of all, if I would have known in September that this issue was happening, obviously things would have been taken care of, but B going to New York fashion week is my job. It's, it's not like, I probably worked harder in New York Fashion Week than, you know, people think like you take these trips and yeah. you're just like kicking your feet up and relaxing when yeah. I'm sure you girls know it's work. Yeah. And I'm a very professional person at work and it's, it's hard work. I mean, I'm, I was honored and blessed to have gone, but for someone or a lot of people actually to throw it back in my face, it hurt. And like, people are like, oh, don't worry about it. Just like move on. And I'm like, but I'm still a human, um, mm -hmm. you know? And so it was really hard. It was really hard. Yeah, and I can imagine. So yeah, so that was a good question to ask. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's great what you guys are able to do with it, though, because a lot of people would just they would be really upset or like shut their business down or like. Yes. I mean, yes. I'm sure you're. I mean, I'm sure it's tempting to do that because you feel so upset and so down about it. Something out of your control, like you obviously you guys you know fixed everything as much as you could, but. Yes. Like it's still people, that's all they, they read and they believe it. So, but I mean, yes. I'm, I'm glad that you guys are in a word style and, you Thank know, you. I'm happy. I mean, obviously we love your stuff and I think, you know, like you're right, everything does happen for a reason, even though it sucks going through it. Yeah, but, no, I think it's good. So yeah. Thank you. <laughs> going off into like the social media, I know obviously the story you talked about related to social media. Um, and obviously we know us being bloggers, we know you work with a lot of bloggers and, um, I know they've probably helped with your business and stuff. So what have been some of the challenges working with influencers, um, and running your business on social media? I know you touched on the issue with just now with social media, but have there been any other challenges like working with influencers or working on social media in general? Honestly, I, and I, you know, I give like a little speech at New York Fashion Week, but I credit most of my success, success to the influencers. And I mean, social media is a yin and a yang. Like it has really crappy parts because everybody like can comment and have an opinion, but you can't run. I don't think in my opinion, this sort of business anymore without it. And honest to God, like, as you were asking me the question about challenges I've had with influencers, I can't think of one. I mean, I've had amazing, amazing experiences and have had, created friendships and mad respect for how hard you girls work and how hard the influencers work. But no, I don't, I don't see a challenge. I see it as it's the way the world is now with advertising. It's fantastic. And it's been nothing but wonderful for our business. Yeah, that's amazing. Cause I, I remember when you, we, when we, you had reached out and um, you guys had given me that necklace or we, I, or I think Samantha got one too. Went, we had yeah. 
But I remember I seen them on so many people's pages and I think it's so, I mean, it's really cool to see from like our perspective. So many people, I'm sure for yours too, to see people wearing your yeah. stuff, but I see them all over it. This, the name, the name, I mean, I know you guys have other stuff besides the name necklaces, but those are the ones that everyone, if you guys are, are seeing, you guys have definitely seen these all over Instagram and it's so cool to see, like, I love it. So kudos to you guys. And I, and you're right. I mean, I think a lot of brands, like we used to have a, a product, it was a food product and we got, we, that's how we got our name out. We just like send them to a bunch of influencers and luckily they were willing to share them even like on stories or whatever. I don't know if there were stories around no, at that they, time, no, there but no you had to post an actual feed post, but it was just like, that's definitely like how we grew ours. Like we mm-hmm. didn't advertise at that's all. About all yeah. sales. So I yeah. understand what you're saying. Like, it's crazy. That's that. That's like, I mean, I'm lucky to have a job like this, but it's cool that this is the, that the world that we live in now that it's not like magazines and newspapers. Right. <laughs> well, it's so funny because, you know, Carrie Underwood has a few of our pieces and um, let's see, Eva Longoria and awesome. wow. the housewives, but you know, and everybody's always like, Oh, how many sales did you get after Bethany Frankel wore your bracelet? And I'm like, honestly, celebrity, uh, listen, they are like evergreen photos that I am like honored. Bethany Frankel is like one of my favorite people ever. Yeah. Like, too. Yeah. But the, I, I feel like those sales don't translate as like the influencer sales translate because influencers are your girl next door, your best friend, your sister. And people aren't looking at Bethany Frankel's feed like, oh, what can I buy from her swipe up today? Because we probably can't, well, I speak for me, I can't probably afford what she's wearing. Yeah. yeah. I don't seek her out for a shopping experience. I seek her out for her amazing entrepreneurship, her attitude, her everything about her, but not for shopping. So things are just different nowadays. And I feel like influencers do such an amazing job of being organic and real and showing us every day. So you feel like, Hey, if she's wearing it, I could wear it too. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I hadn't really, I mean, obviously I think about that because we do this for work, but you're right. And it's like, I have, I've had friends that have had businesses too, where they they'll send like an item to somebody and they expect to get all these sales for somebody. And sometimes even, I think it's even, I mean, I think influencers do a great job too, but I think it's also different from influencer to influencer too. Like some people share like different, like more higher end stuff. Some people share like yes. everyday affordable. So it, you have to figure out like where your product fits in, but it is, you're right about the celebrity stuff. Like I follow a lot of celebrities on Instagram, but I'm not going to their feed trying to shop it. I mean, there's stuff that I'm like, oh, that's cute. But I'm like, yeah, but I think like, it's a whole like you're thing. saying you're thinking it's way over, you're not going to spend that much. Yes. <laughs> like if you saw something on Kourtney Kardashian tomorrow, would you really think it was something that you could screenshot and afford? Uh-huh. And I don't mean that <laughs> I know anything about your money situation. I'm just saying like, yeah. realistically, I don't think people are using them for shopping. Now, I will tell you when you have, you have a photo with Bethany Frankel or Carrie Underwood. Those are to me, I mean, shit. I mean, I'm going to keep those photos forever. I think it has brand recognition. It brings in people that may, what's the word I'm thinking of? It kind of like qualifies the brand as, you know, more of a brand. Yeah. I know Mm -hmm. what you mean for sure. I'm probably not explaining that right. But the other thing about the influencers are, and especially with our necklaces, it's been such an amazing ride because I feel like most of these girls are wearing it because they love it. They're not like getting a package in the mail doing an unboxing. They're wearing it every day. They're not even talking about it, but they're just wearing it because they like really like it. And that's, what's been amazing about the product. 
is to see like, oh, I sent her that like three weeks ago and she talked about it, of course, but, but it's three weeks later and I've seen it like in all of her stories and all of her photos mm-hmm. and while she was feeding her kid or feeding her dog. And like, that's what, when it feels good, that it's not like a commercial, but it's part yeah. of their everyday life. And it, it makes me feel amazing. Yeah, that's so. That's such a good point too. Because I mean, I know the one I have had the eagle. Yes, I've worn it. Yes, I, I never take it off. And keep and I and you know, like obviously, like everyone's like, I know we get a lot of stuff in the mail and we get sent stuff, a lot of stuff. But I think there's something special about your stuff that, like you're saying, people want to wear it because they genuinely, organically want to wear it, not just because oh, like it's a cute piece. Let me just put it on for this story or like so I can make yes. sales. Like it's genuinely because you like it. And I like you're saying, I have seen so many people with that necklace or something from your story and I think it's so cool to and I'm sure from your point too just to see some people actually wanting to wear it and not just for the story or whatever to capture it so yes and we've like I feel super blessed like like it's like this you know it just kind of happened and it started the necklaces started with an influencer which was Loverly Gray and I'm forever indebted because I had no idea where this was going to go you know I was just giving her the necklace as a gift um, not even as an, a collaboration. So when my phone started cha-chinging, I was like, what's mm-hmm. happening? You know, like, I don't think I had anything scheduled for today. And it was a, literally the most organic post ever. Like she was like, oh my God, look what I just got in the mail, you know? And I was like blown away. So it's, and, and even that it started like on an organic post to, and then to see where it's come, like it, it just, it feels good. It feels right. And uh-huh. it's been amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I'm really happy for you guys. Um, Thank you. So speak kind of on that topic, where do you, like, so the name, obviously the name, where do you get inspiration from in general? And how did you guys decide on that? I mean, you guys have other pieces, but that name one is what I always see all over. So yes. So inspiration to me is like 24 seven, like my mind just like does not shut off. <laughs> I wish it did. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm constantly like seeing things. And I'm like, it's like my mind just works. Like, let's say I see something I really like in a magazine or in a store. Like my mind always twists and puts something new on it. Like a, like a, like a twist to something or like a pairing of a leopard print with a stripe. Like I'm like, Oh, that would be super cute. But with blah, blah, blah. So Mm -hmm. since my mind always like worked like that, I was like, I knew I needed to find the right vendors who would be willing to work with me to design and to create because most vendors just want to sell you what they have molds of, but I didn't want what they had molds of. I wanted to make my own molds. Mm-hmm. So most of my pieces are custom designed, um, which I think lets us stand out apart. And then the name necklaces, like I said, I legitimately didn't even sell them. I just wanted to send Leverly Gray a present for getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said to my vendor, I found out she was having a baby girl and she was naming her Collins. And I was like, I'd like to like put the name on a necklace and I want it to like dangle. And, and literally I drew it like, I wish I still had it, but I drew it like a two-year-old in a notebook and I sent it to her and she like, my vendor is amazing and is a very close friend. And she came back with the most beautiful product and I sent it to her and here we are. Wow. That's so, what a cool story. And how about Mm -hmm. the evil eye? Well, that's what I was going to say. And then the evil eye kind of evolved because obviously that was coming up as a fashion trend. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was always just trying to find ways to incorporate it into items we already had. So it wasn't like I was just creating a brand new line, but like Alexis, I sent the photo. It's like our custom name necklace, but with the evil eyes on either side. So Mm -hmm. 
just trying to find ways to incorporate trends, but with key pieces that make us the Cisco. Yeah, that's awesome. And the evil eye one, I mean, I think Sam has the one that you were talking about, the Loverly Gray one that you were talking about. Yeah. I have the evil eye one. And I, we've always loved evil eye. Like, we have a lot of family in Israel and like the Middle East. So we've always loved the evil eye, like anything with those on that. And when you sent me that, I was like, oh my God, I love, I, and that's why I never take it off. I love how it looks like layered with other ones or just yes. itself. It just has, it's so different than everything else I've seen. So that's why I love well, I'm it. I'm so glad. And I'll tell you that. I know you always link it and I'm telling you those sell a lot. So <laughs> well, we appreciate you. Oh, well, of course, happy to help in any way, but. Well, and that's the thing, like without you girls and without the influencers, nobody goes through the seven pages of my website. Like even if I had this product ever, if somebody doesn't see it, they don't know you have it. And that's like my biggest thing about when we get new product done. I'm like, if it's not seen, it doesn't matter how cute it is. Mm -hmm. So, and that's where you girls are amazing because you allow our products to come to life. So it's not just a piece. It's not just a necklace on my whiteboard for my photographer. It's <laughs> on your body. It's moving. Like you said, it was nice to layer with. Like what if somebody was looking for a coin to layer with it? It, it just, you girls make everything come to life. Yeah, that's so true. And we'll see. We need you as much <laughs> as you need the product. I mean, yeah. it's, it's definitely a two-way street. Mm-hmm. So true. So kind of on that, I know we were talking before about how you're, you get your inspiration. So what is like, I know from our point of view, our days are always crazy, but what is like a typical day in your life for you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, today I woke up to a kid with pink eye and another kid with strep throat. Oh, no. So that turned my three meetings into one meeting into a doctor's office all day. So Every time I hire somebody new and they're like, well, what am I going to do every day? And I'm like, literally every day is different. Mm -hmm. And it's like so true. And my team is so amazing because some days I'm like, hey, I need you to go in and ship blah, 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 blah. And other days I'm like, no, no, don't go in and ship. I need you on messages because it just depends what's happening with the day. If we had a sale, if the shipments came from our vendors, like if, you know, we have a meeting at the office, like things just change on a dime. And it is chaotic 24 seven. Yeah. Like I, when I say it, we're a hot mess, like, yes, it looks like we're a hot mess. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I, I can, I mean, I know our days and we don't, we're not, I mean, we're running a business, but a different kind of business. So we don't have employees. I can't imagine like having, you know, how crazy that as it to a whole other level is having people that you're managing crazy. stuff coming in. Yeah. I can't. And then like social media, someone could post to me and then you guys could get, you know, a lot more sales than you were expecting. Yes. Which is great. And like, you know, you never know that too. You yeah. know, if somebody wants to decide to like do a story tonight and we weren't prepared for it, you know, things might change tomorrow. Meaning, okay, this product that we didn't even know was going to be seen, we have to make sure we have the inventory. If not, can we, you know, rush it? You need to go in and ship them. So it just changes. But I like that because I was never like an, an eight to five kind of girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like these kind of businesses, like you were saying, you have to have the right personality to be able to start this. I mean, to be creative enough and just to keep it going and to have, you know, just to be ready for all that stuff. Because I feel like there's so many people. And I think when people ask us and like, they want to be a blogger, they want to start a business. and like, you should definitely try it. Like don't overthink it too much, but also you have to have the right personality to be able to be successful in that or to even want to keep doing it. So that's I, true. It's, it's so true. Driven. And driven and just, 
I don't even know what the right word is, but kind of crazy. Like willing to, willing no, to you're, I mean, like driven and motivated at that. Yeah. And like you were saying, it doesn't stop. I mean, I'm sure you guys, you're working all the time, so it doesn't stop at night. Like you were saying, like an eight to five or nine to five job where you can just say, Oh my gosh, no. And like, sometimes I have to remind myself on like Sunday morning at 7am when I'm texting my staff, like, okay, that's rude. (laughs) Like they're not not in work mode right now. (laughs) Yeah. Like they don't care, Megan. They don't care. Like, and they do care. I don't mean it like that. They're fantastic, but they don't care at 645 on a Sunday that an idea popped in my head that I needed to get out. So I find myself trying to hold myself back, which is really funny because to me, I have no sense of time like I don't care if it's Friday night I could care less if it's Tuesday afternoon like I just don't care I'm, I'm happy all those times so yeah, yeah. and always kind of like my mind is always still and you're always going like thinking of ideas or work I mean that's how we always are. We definitely relate yeah like, I don't even I don't even know. like I know it's Friday but I'm like it doesn't feel like yeah feel but like, do you care yeah no like that either. no me neither and like yeah. but you know what that's where I feel like super blessed because when I was an attorney it was like Sunday morning, you start to get sad. Sunday afternoon, you're starting to get gloomy. And then Sunday evening, you're like, shit, I got to go to court tomorrow. And I hate this client and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, I'm glad I did that too, because now I know how blessed I am now. Yeah, that's so true. So how did you, how did you know when to make like the jump from like your attorney, like your that job to this like endeavor how do you know? Or I don't know if you ever really know, as we didn't either, but. Oh, I I knew. I knew like I was starting to have anxiety and panic attacks and going to court made me like it just I think that's like God's way of telling you like I think it went too long you know and I always remember my friend telling me that Oprah Winfrey wrote this article about rumble strips and then like you know like at first you don't pay attention to your body like okay you're having a little bit of anxiety you kind of ignore it right and then like you can't sleep but you kind of ignore it and then it's like boom you have like a panic attack in court and it's like, hello, I've been trying to tell you <laughs> this, is too, this yeah. is too much. And you're like, oh, like shit, I wasn't paying attention to all the warning signs. Yeah. But that's kind of what happened. I just like wasn't, I was happy until I wasn't, if that makes sense. Um, and then I stayed a little too long after I was unhappy, which is, you know, my motto in life is like, don't do it if it doesn't make you happy. And I think I was trying to make it me happy like it used to. Mm-hmm. until I just didn't want to do it anymore. Um, thankfully, we had already started the Ciscus like as a side business, but I definitely didn't quit law to do the Ciscus. But I'm grateful that I quit law because it enabled me to make the Ciscus what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, we watch Shark Tank all the time. And I remember, I always remember them saying, because we were doing multiple businesses at one point, and they always, they're always like, you need to pick one because you can't be good yeah. at both. And Focus. It's true. You can't put all of your energy and make it successful if you're thinking about like three other things that you're trying to make successful. Yes. So, I mean, that's not And that's been a really that. hard part about like running the business too, because I used to do, you know, you get used to doing everything, like from answering customer service emails to doing your social media to shipping to packaging to inventory. And it was hard for me to like take my hands out of things. Um, and be like, okay, you do this, you do that, you do this. But the more I delegate, the better the businesses. And the more people I hire, the better the businesses. And I just, I just feel like, you know, you need people. 
Yeah. You can't, you can't do it all. Yeah. That's what we've heard. And we we're kind of like you where we like, we, we've had like some people, but not anyone like full time. And I honestly, like our mom helped us. I'm so grateful for her, but I, that's the hardest part for me is delegating stuff because I'm so used to doing, I mean, four years we've been doing everything ourselves and I'm like, I have a hard time being like, okay, I'm going to like, let this go to somebody else and hope that they do it the way, I mean, they're not going to do it the way that you do. No. But, but they might do it better. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing you have to kind of trust. And like you're saying, things run so much better because you can focus your time where it's needed and not all of the tasks that someone else can help you do. So yes. I think that's right. I need to, we need to make that leap, but we still haven't. But I mean, you know what? I was like, I feel like once you make the leap, then you're like, oh, like your eyes are wide open because then it's just the snowball effect because you're like, look how much I was able to make successful over here because so-and-so took this off my plate. And then you're like, what if somebody else took this off my plate and I could do even more over here? Like it just becomes a snowball. So, and I get how you feel like I like struggled for a long time. And finally my neighbor was like, dude, you can't do this anymore all by yourself. Let me come in and help you. And that's literally how I had my first employee. Like oh, she was wow. just like came inside and was like, what do you need? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. Yeah. And then she's still with me and she's amazing. Oh, amazing. That's so nice that you like organically found someone like, I mean, obviously after that, I'm sure you like had to go interview and hire people, but I think that's like the hardest part. I'm like, where do I talk to you about this all the time? They're like, just hire somebody. Like you live in Dallas. No. I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's just too. You can't just hire anybody. Yeah, and we can't put it on social media because then people, you never know if people just want to like meet you yeah. or just, I know, I know. Yeah. It's a weird know, world. Yeah. And you don't know what people like, obviously with you too, it's like, you don't know if people just want to like go do what you're doing and like take your ideas or like, you don't like, you just, I don't know. Like I want to trust people, but it's a, it's a fine line. So I think that's cool. That's cool. The way that you got started. Um, so kind of going off of that, how, do you have any advice? Like, obviously I was saying before, like people, I'm sure they message, I don't know if they do, but I'm, I can imagine people are looking at your business, you know, and want to like start their own thing. Yeah. What would be like your piece of advice to people trying to start, I guess, any kind of business or something like yours? I think people need to start. And I know that sounds like a ridiculous answer, but I feel like people like to talk about things and they need to, they, they like to plan things and they need to like wait for the right time for things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, just start and figure it out as you go. Like there's never the right time. There's never going to be the perfect setup. There's never going to be the right launch date. Like you just start. Um, and that's always been my advice. Like just do it and keep going, keep going. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. I, yeah, think- I feel like people are so, I get it. And, and I get people always want it. Like exactly what you were saying. They always want to have the perfect time. They're like, yeah. oh, happens, I'll start it. And I'm like, it's never going to be They're like, there. I don't have like the best photos right now. I'm like, I, well, no. I'm thinking just from like the blogging perspective. And I'm like, you just need to start and just like, you know, just post whatever you have, do the best you can, but don't overthink it. I mean, I even have those days where I'm like, this picture is so ugly. Like, and I asked my sister, I'm like, well, this is like ugly. And we're both like, uh, I, but then I still miss like, whatever. I'm going to post it. Like no one's probably noticing as much. I'm, no one's analyzing it like how I am, but. No, of course not. But, but you no, know, you're the worst critic. So. Of course. Of course you are. And especially you're, you're like, you, I can't, I would never do like, oh, I give you girls credit. Like I hate <laughs> putting my face on social media. So I, I can't even imagine. So. That's props to you girls. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I think it's like anything you get used to it, but I yeah, think everyone, you know, you always, then you start falling into that comparison trap. You're like, well, there's this better, yes. even between Sam and I, I'm like, well, yours got more likes or like yours looks better than my <laughs> picture. It's like, it's ridiculous. We're, we're not, so, we're not, really we're not competitive. even competitive, but it's just like, you kind of get in your own head about it. You and, do. 
it's and just, it's like hard to be like, oh, it doesn't matter. But you, you know, you can't like, you know, you hear like how many likes doesn't matter and how many followers you have doesn't matter, but it matters. Yeah, it does. I mean, at the end of the day, it you, people still think about it. And so they do. Um, so kind of going on that, how do you deal with competition? Like, I'm sure, I mean, I don't like obviously analyze the market for that. And I just, I see a lot of people, I don't see a lot of, I don't, haven't seen, honestly, like I don't look, I'm obviously not looking that much, but I haven't seen, like when I see your necklaces, I really don't see anyone else really wearing different ones, but I'm sure you would know better than me if how, I mean, every brand has competition. So how do you specifically deal with it in your business? I don't really like, honestly, I, I, I don't, I am so focused. I like, I am like a, <laughs> my brain is like blinders. Mm-hmm. I really don't pay attention to what other people are doing. And I know that that sounds cliche, but I honest to God don't like, sometimes I see like an amazing piece of jewelry jump up in my feed because obviously I follow a lot of the competition and I'll give it props and be like, that's, and then I move on with my day and it yeah. doesn't really, because everybody's different. And just as much as I try to like have my ideas that stand out, that means that what they're doing doesn't matter to me because it just doesn't. I, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't pay much attention to it. That's what you're supposed I mean, that's what I've read everywhere. You say it in right real life. Yeah. Life. It's you're, that's what you're supposed to do. And it's great that you do that. I think that, you know, I, I, I we, we try to do that, but I think like you're saying like stuff pops up in your feed. I think it's, I'm, I think it's good that you do that. I'm trying to, it's something that we're both trying to be better about. I think it's hard because I don't know if it's the same in your business, but for us, I'm like, well, I need to be engaging with people that, so I can be visible on, you know, to people that are like scrolling through or whatever. So yeah. I'm like, it's a hard thing. So I'm like, I'm happy for people like art, you know, I don't really want to say competition because I think everyone's kind of like trying to help each other out is, with regards to art, like our side of it. But, you know, you're still fighting for the same campaigns at the end of the day. And I don't, honestly, when I'm looking through, I don't think, oh, they're my competition. Like I need to beat them or whatever. But it's still like, you're like, okay, when you see someone else post a campaign that you maybe applied for or you didn't get or whatever, or you think, you know, everyone's life looks so perfect, all that kind of stuff. I think part of you, like our brain, my brain goes to like the first things like, oh, well, that's not fair. Like, why didn't I get that? But then you're like, okay, you know, you kind of put yourself, you kind of shift your, I've tried to learn to like shift my mindset, but I think it's the social media is hard when it comes to that and in everyday life too. But I think, but I also feel like our businesses are different. Whereas if I was doing what you were doing, I think I would be able, I would focus more on the competition. Like it's just different. Like I feel like your brand functions differently than my brand. Mm -hmm. So I think what you're saying is completely legit. I think I would do the same thing, like whether or not it's right or not, Mm -hmm. it would be, it would be hard not to compare yourself. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, it's hard. And, but I think, you know, it's important to, like you were saying, to remember to like stay in your own lane your and just like, focus yeah. on like ahead of in your own business, not what everyone else is doing. Cause it well, I figure if I focus on myself, then it's somehow it's a, gonna, my brand will look like me. I, mm-hmm. I don't mean like my face, but like, it's going to be what I think. So if I focus only on me, then it's going to stand out anyway. So it doesn't matter. And there's yeah. enough room, I feel like for everybody. And mm-hmm. Everybody has different relationships with different influencers or different campaigns. So I don't know. I just, I just keep doing me. Yeah. And that's, I think it's the best thing you can do. So kind of going off that, what tips do you have for growing your social media or your online presence and this kind of like, in the kind of business that you're in? Oh, I, I'm not very good at social media. <laughs> um, 
I'm telling you, the influencers helped. Like, um, and th that's, that's it. Because like I said, you're not seen until you're seen. So mm -hmm. unless you girls are creating, you know, real life situations for our brand, I feel like we don't, you know, that's how people are like, oh, look how cute that necklace is. Where'd you get it from? Oh, this is good. Oh, I got to go check her out. So literally influencers drive followers. And yeah, I would say that, I mean, influencers. And when mm -hmm. I hear small businesses be like, well, I don't want to like, how do I know if this collaboration is going to work or how much money do you, that's what I always don't understand from small brands that ask me, well, how much money did you make from this collaboration? I'm like, okay, first of all, that doesn't even matter. Let's say 50, even 50 people know who you are now that didn't know who you were yesterday. Yeah. Like, and then that 50 becomes a hundred and that hundred, like I never ever look at things about, oh, I paid this and I got this in return. That that's mm -hmm. so not the way to look at it. Like there's so many other things like how about the amazing photos or the, the people that didn't know you existed know you exist now and the credibility you have. And it's just like so many other things. Mm -hmm. And I honestly think that attitude helped me create more followers because that also was very organic. You know, I wasn't trying to do loops or buy followers. It was just like, Oh, you like my product. Cool. Come on over. We cuss yeah. a lot. <laughs> we're, we're very, you know, sassy and we're happy to have you. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's such a good point because I think there's so many brands, you know, even like I was saying, we had our own food product and I think, yeah, we like, I'm sure the same for you, you invest money and time sending whatever it is. Like we had, we had frozen a frozen product. So we spent a lot of money sending stuff to, to people that I was like, hopefully they agree to post it. Hopefully they end up doing it or it arrives there or whatever. But you yeah. think that you just kind of have to know that like you tried and if they post it, hopefully they do. And if they don't, you know, you just kind of have to say that you tried and if they do post it, like you're saying, you're getting exposure either way. Even if you didn't get any orders, like you're getting people looking yeah. at the page. So I totally. feel like a really good point. And I feel like there's, there's been like, when we've started out brands, you know, with mass emails, whatever, and they would be like, well, like they'd want us to post it. And I'm like, you know, obviously you're going to, I can't guarantee that you're going to get orders or whatever. It's always hard. Cause you, I can't, I mean, I think I know what my audience will like for the most part, but you never know if like, they're not going to see it a certain time or whatever. And so it's always like a hard thing to predict, but I think yeah. I always tell them like, you're getting, you're getting photos and you're getting people looking at it and it might turn into sales like six months from now, or you never yeah. know because people message me all the time. They're like, Oh, they'll ask me something about I posted like a month ago. And I'm like, I don't even know how you remember that I posted that. But it's funny that they have they either have to see it multiple times or yes. they have yes. to they're ready. So it's just like, it's, it's so funny. And I'm sure you see it a lot with your business too, that people like add it to their cart or like wait for a while or. Yes. And people, or like you said, like, let's say it was a funny time or people weren't on, or I don't know, it was a holiday. But let's say you really liked the product that I had sent you. And then like three months from now, you put it back on. And it's like, hey, you have a new set of eyes being like, oh, what's that necklace you're wearing? You know, it's just, mm -hmm. it's always worth it. It, yeah. it just is. Unless it's like some sort of creepy person who, <laughs> like, and there are those people that like, you know, that they buy their followers and yada, yada, yada. But I don't ever look at how many followers you girls have or like sometimes I'm even like, oh my gosh, you have the cutest style. Can I just like, you know, I just want to see my product on you. It doesn't even matter if you have 10 people following you. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like a whole new person that would be on my feed or it's just, or a look I like or a vibe. Like I totally go off my instincts. Yeah. So do you have, so do you have someone that helps you like scout people or do you just kind of do that? No, that's kind of me. 
Yeah. Well, good for, I mean, I think it's, that's awesome. Good for you. I mean, that's, that's a lot of time. Like, obviously I know what it takes to find people and that's a lot of time you have to be looking for people, but like you said, it benefits your business so well that you, it's worth it for you, but yeah, yeah. you've done a great Always job. Worth I've, it. Seen Thank you. <laughs> I've seen them all over. So. Well, and you know, what's amazing about that is some people bought it that I didn't even know bought it. You know what I'm saying? And then they're like posting about it and it just like makes me super proud. Like yeah. that, that's like one of my biggest, when I'm like, Oh my God, did you see so-and-so bought this necklace? And then like, they're put, like, I don't know. That just to me means they really did truly love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so like organically. Yes. Organically. Always, always the best if you can have it, but it's also a business on your end. And I completely respect that too. So I get both sides. Yeah. We love, we love when brands understand both sides. Yes. Um, and then going off what you were saying, what do you think in terms of like, I know it's kind of hard to predict, but what do you think your future looks like in terms of like where your brand's going or it's, what would you want it to be? I want it to be, I don't, I just want it to be everything. Like I just work so hard and not for any sort of like fame or fortune. It's just, I love how it translates. You know, it gets bigger every month and it's so fun and exciting to me. And I just, I just am bursting with like pride and that's, I just want to continue, like whether it's bigger or the way it is now, I'm happy. So I, I see, I would love to see my brand in, you know, big name department stores. Um, I want to continue to go back to New York Fashion Week, continue building relationships with influencers. I mean, I just, I have a lot of ideas too. And I just would love to see some of them come to fruition. Yeah. So I'm always constantly evolving, hoping that like, you just can't stand still and be stagnant. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that my ideas never run out. <laughs> well, I don't think they will. I mean, all the ones I've seen have been amazing. And I think you're doing such a great job with your presence online and like what you're saying at Fashion Week. I think it's important to always be, you know, reaching all different audiences. And I think you're doing a great job. So I, we see Thank great you. things for you. And we can't wait to continue um, just watching you grow. So Thank you. On that note, did you have anything else you wanted to add or anything else you wanted to share with all of our readers and listeners? I don't think so. The only thing I guess I'd like to say is that after our whole sale issue, everything is back to normal and <laughs> just don't want anybody to be nervous. That, yeah. But, you know, people are and that everything that happens, we respect their opinions, but no, everything's good. But I did have a question for you girls. Yeah. How do you guys feel about like social and comments and like, do you get nasty messages and how does that make you feel? That's a really good question. So when you were saying earlier that you have feelings and it affects you, I mean, I a hundred percent agree. I think that when I, when we don't, honestly, we don't get a lot of hate messages. Like I have to say like, we're, I'm very blessed that we have such a loyal following and the people have been following us, I think have been following us for a long time. And like you said about the numbers, like I, so definitely look at the numbers of the followers and the comments and then the likes I get. But I'm also so grateful for the people that do follow me because I think they organically want to be there, not because they don't they feel like they have to be or because, you know, like I'm like a popular person or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sometimes you do get comments and I, and I will say there is like a, a website that people, it's like, a, it's so pathetic, but there's like a, where they can write like message boards of different, they write about every, basically every blogger that's around. And I think I heard about that and uh, I was like shocked. Yeah. I didn't know it existed until a couple of years ago and it was more, 
um, I had to make myself like not look at it anymore because yeah. I would read mine and read other people's. And I was like, this is like so toxic. I can't read it. But it's like, it's like reading a gossip magazine. You're like, oh my God. But like you keep, you get like so tied into it. It's horrible. But people wrote stuff on there and none of it is true, but it makes you so upset because you're like, you just want to like tell them like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. But of yeah. course you're not, like I never did. But I mean, the stuff that I've gotten, like we've gotten messages about, I and mean, usually like the times that I have to sing back, it's either like, I'm very polite back. It's like a private message. And they like, they are like so nice back after that. Cause I don't even expect me to answer or they just are just like having a bad yeah. day. And that's what I try to tell myself is like, they're just, you know, hurt people, hurt other people, but it's still yeah, like, I get a, sure. I out of shape about it. And I'll vent to like my mom or like my friends and they're like, it's okay. Just like, don't respond. It's like, it's not a big deal. Like they're not like, they're just behind the screen. I'm like, yeah, but it still hurts you. Like you still yeah. like, like, well, is that true? Like, do I look like this way? Or I don't know. They haven't said anything about that, but you know, when they say something about you're like, you start guess saying and guessing it. I know Sam and I have this conversation all the time. She's like, well, was it like, we don't get a lot of likes. She's like, well, wasn't an ugly picture. And I'm like, no, but you kind of start second guessing yourself. Yeah. Like, what did we do wrong? They didn't like yeah. my t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I wanted to add that I feel like we're pretty good about, I mean, obviously you, it, there's a fine line because you want to be really real with your audience and we want to be ourselves. But I think there's like, I mean, I don't want to talk badly about anyone, but there's people that I know they share a lot of their life. And I think the more you share, obviously we share a lot, but I think the more sometimes like I'm, there's certain things I won't share, like I don't know. Like, let's say I get a new car. Like, I don't go put that put that on yes. social media. Yes. I, there's some influencers that like they share everything. They share like they got a new car, they got a new house. This is what their closet looks like. And I think there it's. I think there's. For I me, think it depends on your audience. Yeah, I think it depends on yeah. your audience. I know for yeah. for us, we're just kind of. I share a lot, but I'm very careful about what I share just because. I just feel like when I, I remember when I was at my corporate job, I did really well. But I think when you're miserable at a job, it just makes you like. I sometimes feel like when I post it, like, is it really important for me to show that I got X car or I got this bag or whatever? I yeah. know people do it and it works for them. I just, for me, I, that's why I feel like we don't get as many bad messages. I mean, to my face, I'm sure it's behind the scenes, mm. but to my face, I don't, or written, I don't feel like we get some once in a while, but we don't get them like every day or every couple of days, just because I feel like I try to be real and I try to just put things that I like that I generally like to use just be authentic and I don't post things that I feel like is not going to be beneficial to other people like yeah that makes yeah. sense and then it's like there's no reason for someone to be angry like why did you need to flash that in my face or yeah, yeah. yeah no I, I totally hear what you're saying as like a yeah. consumer of all the feeds I could see that creating hatred but the sad thing is like let's just say you decided to post your brand new amazing car like okay it's like you don't need to be mean just don't yeah. watch it yeah, or just unfollow. That's what I always say. Yeah, like, it's just more it's upset so easy. Follow. Like, I you don't need to say anything. Yeah, but I always try to, like, compare you girls to, like, you remember how when we were, I don't, you guys are a lot younger than me, but when I was young, we would go to my grandma's and read all the smut magazines, like the Star. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I feel like influencers are modern-day celebrities. So it, it's been happening forever. So I just say, take it as a compliment. That's yeah, that and, yeah. yeah because instead of it being in star magazine, now it's on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Or it's on, it's on a forum. So mm -hmm. it's, it's always been around. Yeah. They find your life they that do, fascinating. They, know they literally about. will, like when I was reading it, they literally know everything. I'm like, I didn't even know this stuff. Like, I mean, they know, yeah. like, they, they read stuff, but about other people, I'm like, Oh, I didn't know that happened. I mean, it's like, it's, it is like a gossip magazine. You're like, Oh wow. And then you like start re researching it. But I know the stuff about me wasn't, it was like part of it was true, but it was like, they took off, took on their yeah. own 
story with it. So well, I'm sure what you're reading, magazine. like, and yeah, same with the magazines or what I was reading with other people. I'm like, I'm sure that most of it was like so bent. Like it was, yes. like, it was true. And then they like twisted it a whole other way. So yep. I guess in a long answer to your question, I think, I mean, it, it doesn't, I mean, it affects us. Honestly, it does. And I try, um, I try not to answer it sometimes, but then sometimes I'm like, I'm in that kind of mood. I'm like, no, I'm responding. I'm going to yeah. tell them like, I'm always very polite, but I get, I'm upset. So I'm like, I answer and like, it's not the best time to answer, but you know, sometimes, like I said, they do apologize and they're like, Oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't mean it that way. And sometimes yeah. they, or they just don't answer. They just like read it and then never respond, which is fine too. But and yeah. it's crazy. Like how many people were really angry with us about, Oh, our shipping time sucks. And yeah. Then if we DM'd them, how the, then they would apologize. And I wanted to be like, but if you would have just messaged us in the first place. Right. But, but the problem is they were emailing us and we weren't able to keep up with all the emails. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were on like a five-day delay. Well, you know, people want an email right now. So if they weren't yeah. getting it right now, they were being nasty on our comments. And I know how you were like, sometimes it's hard not to answer. I wanted to be like, oh my God, if they only knew how many like of my kids' hockey games I've missed. How many nights I've stayed up through the night? How many tears I've cried because I'm trying to make it right? But yeah. and some days you just want to shoot back on the comment and be like, say all that, but but you can't. Yeah, I know you have to keep it professional. But these people knew. I'm sure they wouldn't. I mean, it's just. I mean, not that it's just a piece of jewelry, but they're gonna oh, get. It. It's just like I know, life or death. Like you're gonna get it. It's gonna I know. <laughs> I know, and I always try to like compare my old job to this job because my old job if I screwed up you'd go to jail but this job is like a necklace like it's okay we're gonna fix it like yeah it'll be okay it'll be on your neck soon yeah we will make it right no and and I'm not trying to downplay like what but I do try to put things in perspective so that's what helped me get through like you know what you're like a lot of people would have quit like that never crossed my mind it was like how are we gonna fix this and how are we going to clear our reputation? Like, that was my biggest concern. Like, I don't care how much money we lose in refunds. I want to know, how are we going to clear up our name? Just to, yeah. you know, because I do know how hard we work and how hard my team works and how many tears I cried. And like, that was my biggest concern. So I, and I get why people were angry. And I know people's first reaction is to take it to social media. So I do get it and I respect it. And I'm glad it's over. Yeah, and I'm glad that you guys, well, I'm glad you guys were that busy that you guys got all those orders. True. I mean, that was a lot too. So, yeah, I was like, maybe we should just be happy we got that many missed, let alone, you know, yeah. I know. We always try to put everything in. Like my team is so funny. Like, okay, silver lining is this today. I'm like, okay, okay. We can yeah, deal with that. That's a good way to be. It's a very positive way to be. Yes. Well, we are so, so honored to have you on our podcast and we loved hearing your story and sharing both of us, I guess, but we contribute some of our story, but yeah, uh, I'm glad so cool to it's hear. good to know both sides, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And we can't wait for everyone, if they haven't heard of you, to go check out your site and to see all the cute necklaces and bracelets and everything else you guys have. I love all your stuff, and I know of our readers will too. So share where you, they can find you in case they're new. Yep. We're on Instagram at the Siskiss, and that's T-H-E-S-I-S-K-I-S-S. And then our website is thesiskiss.com. Perfect. Well, yay. Thank you girls. Yeah, of course. Definitely check them out and check their site out on their Instagram. I've watched all their story highlights because I was like trying to decide which one I wanted to get, but definitely check all them out. 